0: We know how important assistance animals like guide dogs can be for blind and partially sighted people but what about animals as pets, especially for children? Can a pet make a positive difference to a young person's life if they have some developmental or emotional needs? I recently spoke to Dr Angharad Rudkin who is a child clinical psychologist at the University of Southampton and has recently looked at some research in this area. Doctor what does this research tell us about how children can change when they have a pet in their life?
1: Well what the Tetris Children's Stress Survey found was that a lot of children do um, experience stress as they grow and that 9 to 11 year olds particularly the stress seemed to be heightened and, um, and they thought this was probably because of SATs and stuff at school at that age. But also what they found was that having a pet in the house helps children to feel calmer um, and it encouraged cognitive development and also, interestingly, social skills as well. So the ripple effects of having a pet in the family seem to be quite broad.
0: What would be the signs of stress and perhaps uh, negative emotions in a child around about that kind of age? Would there be less obvious signs than what we would expect?
1: Yes, there would be, there would be, because we're very used to children showing their expressions quite, um, their emotions quite openly when they're very little, you know, they're very kind of quick to cry and show us that they need us. But as children get older, they become a bit more independent, so it gets harder for them to show us their feelings and for us to kind of really understand them. So um, so it will be things like being clingy, um, not wanting to go to school, getting quite tearful, not sleeping so well. Um, maybe not eating so well. So they're all the kinds of symptoms of um, signs of stress.
0: What kind of qualities can looking after an animal help to develop in children then and maybe reduce that stress?
1: Well I think on very broad terms it can help a child to sort of come out of themselves a bit and what a lot of research with adults has shown is we can feel better when we're helping others. And I think for children, there's not many opportunities for them to help others, really. You know, they're very much in a position of being looked after, being helped by grown-ups. So I think for a child to be able to look after something, it can really help them to feel good about themselves and um, feel quite strong and capable. Um, but then there's also other kind of more specific effects, like having to plan, for example. So if you've got a, a dog or a cat or a fish, you know, having to plan taking them for walks, feeding them, cleaning out, you know, aquariums or um that actually all of this helps a child to understand a little bit more about the world and to feel a bit more confident about their ability to deal with the world and and manage their behaviour in the world.
0: It must be a kind of rite of passage for a child to have a pet and feel those responsibilities.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it is. It can really help somebody to feel, yeah, that bit more kind of able and a bit more grown up, which I think for children is quite important. You know, they can feel grown up. Um, So being able to look after a pet is is a great way of doing that.
0: Yeah. Therapy animals seem to be much more popular these days and can sometimes be used to help children with all sorts of conditions like autism, learning difficulties and and other problems. Is that really beneficial?
1: Yes. Yes, research is is pretty robust with that, actually, that that, um, dogs um, in particular can be, you know, soulmates for some children some children for example who struggle to interact with other people you know they find it all quite complex and overwhelming to do the whole talking looking at making the appropriate gestures at the right time whereas actually with a dog none of that matters you know you can just give and and receive you know kind of love and affection and commitment um in a much more straightforward way um and again it's that sort of very general sense of distraction from yourself in a way so you're thinking about something else and giving to something else that means that you're not quite so preoccupied with how you how awful you may feel for example
0: it is amazing actually and uh, some anecdotal stories you might hear about uh relationships between children and dogs i think in particular and how they can really come on leaps and bounds
1: mm, absolutely absolutely and there's a lot you know in fiction as well there's a lot of kind of very famous stories aren't there about children and pets and how it can really help them to develop and build up their confidence and feel like they've got a part to play in this world. And I think children a lot of the time feel a bit lost and they don't quite know what they're supposed to be doing or what they're supposed to be like. And, you know, especially as you get to older childhood and social media and all of this stuff where children are really struggling to figure out how do they fit in and what part do they play and are they a part of anything? Whereas actually with their pets, they can feel just this unconditional love and um, acceptance. And yeah, it helps, really helps the confidence to build up and really boosts their self-esteem as well, I think.
0: I think that unconditional love must be very important because for children who have perhaps experienced emotional or physical trauma or have a disability, a pet could really help with the healing process, I would imagine.
1: Absolutely. And it is that unconditional aspect, isn't it? It's the sense it doesn't matter what the child looks like or talks like or acts like in many ways, you know, as long as they're respectful to their pet. Um, There's just a lot more, yes, unconditionality to it all. And I think kids growing up who haven't had that experience from their parents, maybe, or the wider system that they're growing up in, it can be a really wonderful, positive and valuable experience for them to have that from a pet.
0: But of course pets aren't for everyone and uh, parents and uh, children would have to really think about the commitments involved. What factors do you think they should be concerned about before introducing an animal into a household?
1: Well um, you're absolutely right and I think time is a big thing. You know family lives can be incredibly busy um, and you need to be realistic about what time you can give to a pet and I think parents also need to be very realistic about their children that actually an eight-year-old may desperately want a dog and promise that they will always take it out for walks and you know clean out things and feed them whereas actually the reality is that child won't be able to sustain that for any more than about three or four weeks probably so it's about committing together as a family to look after this pet and to give the pet everything that they possibly can so time is a big thing um so i think you know the age of your child and the abilities of your child is something else to take into account as well
0: It's a really interesting topic. Child psychologist Dr. Angharad Rudkin, thank you so much.
1: Thank you very much.